0: Welcome to the Learning to Flourish podcast. We're your hosts, Kelsey Donnell and Laura Jean Tremblay. This is a place to stop waiting and to learn to flourish exactly where we are, right in the in-between.
1: Join us each week as we discuss topics that pertain to daily life and how we can flourish in the here and now.
0: Welcome back, friends. Oh, today <laughs> hey, we, are, we are coming at you raw and real. As life has us, we're both exhausted and we're here, so welcome.
1: Welcome. I think the good news is that we're not as exhausted as we were last time.
0: This is true. This is true. We make progress.
1: Yeah, I've been awake for more than 30 minutes this time, so we're in a much better place than last time.
0: Amazing. Well, I'm super excited about today's topic. We're going to be talking about ways to build community that's not the classic go to your church and see what young adults are hanging out after mass. So we have some (laughs) real, uh, (laughs) we have some real ideas for you that, uh, hey, if that's your jam, go for it. It's not worked for either of us. So we uh, came up with seven other ideas that we can do to build community. So that's what we're chatting about today. Love it. Love it. What's your God wink for today, Kelsey?
1: I'm going to ask you the same thing. Um, my God wink is my sisters and how they respond to hard things. Hmm. Yeah. I think like there's so many things in life that I honestly respond to in a not so great way. Um, And then I see my sisters and they just, they are cool kids. They know what they're doing. Even if they think they don't, they do. And that is my God wink. Yeah. That's amazing. I have super, super great sisters. So that's my God wink. What's yours?
0: I love that. Um, has to do with a sister. Um, so this, I was just at Zeke this week and this past week and I got to see one of my very dear friends from college who is now a sister And her name, please pray for her. Her name is sister kiara luce and she is just so Beautiful and it was so great to catch up with her. I haven't seen her in six years before she entered She went on this trip with her mom and that's when I saw her the last time like right before she entered And so she was like, catch me up on the last six years of your your life. And so I did and she caught me up on like her life. And it was just one of those moments where no matter how far – like how much time passes, you know that like a friend will always be there and like be interested in your life, you know. And – even though our lives are very different like she's she's a sister like she's awesome doing amazing things i'm over here like took a nap today like also do
1: awesome things do not sell yourself short
0: you're right you're right so anyway we were just catching up and it was really cool to see like just that we could even um commiserate about the same things. We had like joy in the same things. It was like really cool to be like, oh, because these are like human things Mm. that we had in common. And it's just – it was really cool to um, have that conversation. And you know how like you don't see a really good friend for a while and there are no barriers up, right? Mm. And like I'm in this room with – Probably 10,000 other people in this massive warehouse. And we are standing there just having the most intimate heart to heart conversation where we're bearing our souls and we are letting nothing hold us back. And it was literally the coolest thing.
1: It was My so great. favorite is the photo you shared because you can see like the utter joy on both faces.
0: Yes. Like,
1: you yeah. were both so happy to be with I the was
0: other cheesing so hard. My they eyes completely disappeared. So I don't know hard. where they went.
1: <laughs> That's fine. They were in heaven for a second. It's fine.
0: Oh, my gosh. she We just, like, couldn't stop hugging. She was like, I just want to hug you this whole time, but I have to listen to you so again. It
1: was well, so cute. It's, like, two of the happiest people on earth meeting. I love it. Oh,
0: it was so great. Mm. So, anyway... Find a friend and love on them. And then maybe you'll connect in six years and have that yes. amazing. Yeah.
1: What a wild transition into our topic.
0: Truly, truly oh. <laughs> transition.
1: that makes. I'm going to just throw a curveball in there and we're going to go halfway down the list and we're going to talk about intentionally staying in touch with those not geographically close to you.
0: Amen. Amen. (laughs) Because, well, Kelsey was saying this, like, we were talking about ideas, and a lot of it had to do with people who are like close geographically to you. And Mm -hmm. she was like, Well, also, I would consider you part of my community. I'm like, Actually, uh, yeah, same. So when you think about community, a lot of times our mind goes to, Oh, like, who's down the street? Who's in my parish? Mm -hmm. Right. For example, Mm -hmm. versus like, Maybe you went to a college and you've graduated and now your friends are spread out all over the country or maybe all over the world. And those are still your people, your community. And so having like intentionally keeping in touch with those people is huge. Get those FaceTime dates on the calendar, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yes. I just think sometimes, (laughs) excuse me. We take for granted like modern day technology, like keeping in touch with people halfway across the country is not necessarily booking a flight. Okay. Like we get like for me, honestly, not, not a, not the case right now. Like not financially responsible. And mm-hmm. all like you can have a coffee FaceTime date. One of my favorite, one of my favorite memories with one of my groups of friends. It's like a, just a group from Holdridge and nobody lives in Holdridge anymore. Like everybody is spread out. Um, but during COVID we made it a point to have a wine night and we just had a FaceTime wine night and we had the best time. Like Mm -hmm. it's just so nice. We didn't have to plan for it. Really. We just set a time. Like there was no financial planning that had to go into it, which was super nice. Mm -hmm. Like make the time. Make the FaceTime
0: call. You know what's funny is that COVID kind of did that, right? I remember when COVID happened, I was already at home. I had left my community um, because I was sick and I was at home getting treatment. And so I was like kind of, you know, taken from that and alone for many months before COVID happened. And then when COVID happened, I realized like how many people, like I was already living in that space, right? Trying to reach out to people and things like that. But when COVID happened, it was like now everyone was in that space and everyone realized that they had to reach out to people like digitally, um, you know, for their community. And that was really interesting because I think we we got really good at it and then we stopped.
1: Do you feel like that? I do. I do because we allowed ourselves to get busy again. Yeah. Because everything opened up. And that brings out just a good point of like, honestly, like, friendships were good during COVID. Like, I'll say it. Sorry to bring up the COVID word, guys. But like, I feel like we were all so much more intentional.
0: And we were more real with each other, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Because we (laughs) were talking about our struggles
0: and how hard it
1: was. Yeah. Yeah. We not
0: putting on, a, like, a a mask and saying, oh, everything's fine, and hey. going about our lives. Right. It's but so a true. Little, oh, gosh. Gosh. <laughs> a literal oh, mask.
1: Sorry. Sorry about I being feel... mumbling over here.
0: No, it's not your mumbling. It's my mind processing that's a little <laughs> delayed.
1: <laughs> sorry. Not me still rolling my eyes. Um, but, yeah, I think... I think sometimes we limit ourselves when it comes to community by, like, you know, you might have a core group in your, in your local area. But, like, what about those friendships that you made three years ago with people that you clicked with automatically? Like, check in. You can have community across the country. Mm -hmm. It's possible. It's actually really nice. Because I think the wildest part is that like you could be living two incredibly different lives and there's still so much to touch base on and so much common ground.
0: You want to know what's a crazy thing to think about? Okay, so take someone who lives five minutes down the road from you, for example, right? The amount of times that you text or call them or check in digitally... Versus yeah. actually seeing them in person. I'm like, it's the same thing. It's you maybe same. see them every month. Maybe. <laughs> it's like crazy how that happens. <laughs> but it's like, pick up the phone and call the friend across the country. Like, right? Yeah.
1: Right. And in the same breath, walk five minutes and go see your friend <laughs> face to face. Hey, Amen.
0: That's not on our <laughs> list, but we should put that on the list. Walk the five minutes. <laughs> Put forth the effort. Put forth the effort. Put, well, yes. Actually, this ties into one of the ones on our list. Um, is yeah. be the first person to reach out. Because so yeah. often, oh my gosh, I struggle with this for a really long time. Because I'm an introvert, I'm more I more follow people's lead in terms of like conversation and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I would wait until someone invited me into community. And I once I realized, hey, I'm lonely, and that's not cutting it anymore. And I started reaching out. It actually was so much better because we all, we all crave it. We all need it. Yeah, it's just who's
1: the for it.
0: Yeah, who's brave enough to go out and be like, you, me, we're doing this together.
1: We're friends now. Yeah. It is what it is. Also, like, something that I struggle with, um, and I'm trying really hard to be better at, like, I'm trying really hard to be the person that invites people, um, I, I'm trying to think of the right way to word this, um, I used to, like, fall back on the excuse of, like, well, friendship is a two-way street, you know, they should reach out first every now and then, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, no, like... If you're if you're friends, you desire the same thing, and that's community and friendship. Like, reach out. What who what what? Why does it matter? Who we cares desires
0: for keeping score? Yeah.
1: yeah, you know. It's just. Oh, I used to do that so much, and I just. That hurts my heart to think about because it's like, ugh, how many friendships fizzled because of it? You know. Just reach out. It's not hard.
0: How many people? in your contact list right now, are you afraid to text because it's been too long? Or you Mm. don't know how they're going to – like you're like, ooh, like I have this admiration for them and I'm not sure that their admiration for me matches. So am I bothering them if I reach out?
1: Mm. Challenge.
0: Let's reach out. I did that with Kelsey. You want to know what? You want to know why this podcast didn't start a lot earlier? That. (laughs) Like, Kelsey is <laughs> way <positive> too <laughs> Kelsey's way too cool for me She's, She has her friends She doesn't want to talk to this girl she met one weekend But you want to know how false that was? Very false
1: Super false super and, it's,
0: and it's selfish super. to think that way, right? Think that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know Anyway, that's a whole other topic But, but reach it, out but That's it, the moral it, of the story
1: man how sad would we both be if this didn't exist how sad would you
0: guys be i'm kidding
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you didn't get to listen to us cackle once a week
0: oh goodness oh i hope we still have listeners out there and not everyone's deserted us (laughs) because of our craziness
1: (laughs) I know. Oh, well, we were, this doesn't have to do with our topic. This was one of like the coolest, but also I was super uncomfortable. And I wish I didn't get uncomfortable in this situation, but it was super cool to hear. Um, we were at Ethan's family Christmas and we were just like chatting at the end of the day and like a a good handful of them were like telling me how they listened to our podcast. And I like sunk into the couch. I'm like, Oh, thank you so much. This is so uncomfortable, but I'm so grateful. So, shout out to the Danelles. <laughs> yes. But it, it is, you know, shout out to you guys who are still listening. We challenge you to reach out to a friend. Yeah. That you haven't talked to.
0: Or that you do talk to. Just reach out more often.
1: Yeah. Reach out more often. Invite them on a walk.
0: And I can Even guarantee though- you. Yeah. And I can guarantee you that if you're feeling lonely, they are too. Yeah. Like, it's a two-way street in that sense of maybe they're not reaching out because they feel so lonely and they're stuck and they don't want to feel like a burden. Yeah. Like, you know, I've done that where I'm like, I can't reach out because I need them so much that I'm afraid I'll ask too much. But it's like, reach out because something is better than nothing. Right. You know? And also, okay, if you need something – let this be your encouragement. Reach out and ask. Like yeah. if if you need that friend to be like, hey, can you come on a walk with me? I'm going through something and I, and I really just need to chat about it. Don't be afraid to ask that of someone because maybe they're going through something too and they would love to chat about it.
1: Right. right. Or maybe they've gone through it and they have yeah. really great feedback. Yeah. You know? Very true. Um. Yeah, I just think I, this whole this whole podcast topic is going to fall back on this. But it's just like, <clears throat> I think we, we um, wait to just be in the community. Like, it's like, oh, well, someday I'll find it. Oh, well, someday I'll be a part of the group that gets together. Oh, someday I'll have, like, a good friend to go to football parties with. Oh, someday. But it's like.
0: <laughs> Build it. But
1: we could. Build it. Yeah. Enter Well, one. that's
0: interesting because because one of the other ones on our topic, which you brought up in a kind of a ha-ha way, but it's true, okay? Yeah. Um, one of the other ones is join an established community. And I think some go-getters, right, mm-hmm. are a little afraid to do that mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, well, I want to build it. I want to have a hand in building. I want this to be mine. But if there's an Ugh. established community, they will welcome – like some yes. maybe not, right? It, it depends on the people in it. But like there's, mm-hmm. there's nothing to be scared about with an established community. How rich is it that you could maybe enter into something that's already been going on for a long time and mm-hmm. then welcome you with open arms? Like yes. how cool is
1: that? Um, it's actually one of the coolest things I've ever participated in. Um, hands down when Ethan and I started dating, like you, you kind of get to the, the part in the relationship where you start introducing your significant other to your friend groups. And, um, Ethan has two really strong friend groups full of really great people. And I had friends, but I didn't have friend groups. So like Mm -hmm. I introduced like my core people, but he, I mean, we went into group settings with him and I met 20 people at a time. And I just think like shout out to those groups because, um, they were so welcoming and they were so willing to like open that community up to me. And that's not something that I've ever had, which is really surprising. Like I had like a group in high school. um, Mm -hmm. But in all honesty, the group I hung out with in high school, like I still see, I'm still friends with, but like, it's not like that core. And now I feel like I have like a core community and I never take for granted that that came from my relationship with Ethan, you know? Um, I just think that's really cool. It's and, beautiful. like, if you're the person listening to this that's in the community that maybe somebody's being introduced to, um, open your arms <laughs> because it makes it so much easier. Like, have conversations with the new person and make sure they're included in a group text when they're invited. Like, it's the little things that, like, mm-hmm. make a person feel welcome. And I am very... Very blessed that I came into that because, um, obviously like not having a core group in my adult life, like that was really intimidating, but it is mm-hmm. the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing. <clears throat> yeah. 10 out of 10 recommend. I love that. Yeah. I love that a lot. Same, same. <laughs> and, uh something to keep in mind when you're dating. You know like when you're dating and and you see a future with this person, like it is very important to know their friends yeah and to um be able to also be friends with them mm-hmm. so because
0: friendships and community has a a big um it's a big part of a person's life, and so yeah. they have. not that they're doing like a group think tank on your decisions, but they influence your decisions Mm -hmm. based on the way that they live, their values, that type of thing. And so getting to know a community of your significant other is, is a really great way Mm -hmm. to get to know them as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's just, it's very cool. It's very cool to be able to learn from them. Um, A lot of them have kids that are like going in seventh grade, So it's like, they've lived so much life that we haven't. And to know that like when Ethan and I do have a family and are going through all of that, like we've got a solid community helping us. That's awesome. We talk about that a lot. We're very, very, very blessed to have everybody in our corner that we do. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's very, very special. Even more so, I'm- I think, because I never had it. I have mm-hmm. great friends. I need that to be known. I have great friends. I just, where I was, like, where I was in Holdridge and all of my friends were elsewhere, I never had a tight group of people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's definitely different. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not, it, like... It's different, but it's not like, oh, that's the ideal. Like, I think having close friendships and having a group of community, they're both amazing. Yeah. And if you have both, that's wonderful. But if you only have one, that's okay. Right. It's not that we need.
1: That's also wonderful.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: And it's not that if you get, if you have a community, you don't have other individual friendships alongside. The community, yes, because that's important too. We don't want to lose our friends in the midst of it. <laughs>
1: no, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. Okay, what else? Um, oh, don't be afraid to go places alone. And when I say While this, I don't mean like creepy things.
1: About your, about your surroundings.
0: Yes, yes. Be very observant. Don't just go any place alone, right? If, especially if you're a young lady <laughs> listen to the, listening to this. Um, right. But like, do things you like to do. Well, that's that's another one on our list. But go like go to dinner by yourself. You know, go um, go see the Christmas lights by yourself. Go ice skating by yourself. You know, kind of do the things. Don't be afraid if you if there's a concert coming right that you really want to go to go like it's it's okay to go alone plus you have the opportunity like you have the the openness Openness. of like as as long as like you're mentally there too and not like mentally at home on your couch (laughs) then you can like be open to like Saying hi to the person in line next to you, or, you know, if there's a group of people and you're observing them, like observation is awesome, too.
1: Right. And also, we're women, we can walk into a bathroom and make 15 friends. True. Okay, true. <laughs> like, You're only going to walk in the doors alone. Once you get inside, you're not going to be alone anymore. Exactly. It is. It is very true. You <laughs> will make your friends,
0: yeah, and that goes along with our other one that says, "Um, do things you like to do, like mm-hmm. I think of like hobbies that you like to do, maybe you're into painting or something, like do a paint and sip class by yourself, get to know the other people coming, right, go That's to an art one. museum and like see the other people like going around like doing these things yeah. like." I guess what I'm trying to say is, A, this can help you be open to meeting new people, but B, it's fostering community with yourself. And I know that sounds kind of like not what we're talking about in terms of building community, but it's really vital because if we're not happy with us, we won't be happy with another person. We'll just be complaining about our lives with that person and if we we can be our own community in the sense of i'm okay i'm still doing the things that i want to do i'm not letting myself be held back because i don't have someone to do it with yes then when that community comes we'll be able to share our lives rather than like dump our lives right or like yep. do you know what i mean i love
1: that. i no i love that because i think so many times when you don't have a community and I'm guilty of this. So, um, I feel like I can say it (laughs) is, um, you don't want to get stuck in a routine of waking up, going to work, going home alone and going to bed because that is so, so, so terrible for your mental health. And then it's, it's exactly what you just said. It's when you do finally get somebody, you just complain. You both just complain about how burnt out and how tired and how exhausted and how bored and all of these things you are. Whereas you could be getting comfortable with going and doing things that you enjoy and allowing yourself to be open to conversation with a stranger and making a friend. Mm -hmm. Laura Jean, what's one thing you've done alone where you've ended up making a friend?
0: Hmm. That's a good question.
1: First, I'm going to point out both of ours. This is how Laura Jean and I met. We both went to a retreat alone.
0: We did. I knew knew we no fear of knowing nobody.
1: (laughs) I knew what you were going to say. I got you. We (laughs) both went in. We both went in alone. Like we were, we were the two youngest there, and we showed up alone.
0: We were the only ones not married. Also,
1: I didn't realize you were. We, were the, we only were the only two ones not married
0: who weren't married. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And look at us now. Look we at went us somewhere now. somewhere alone and we came back with a really great friend.
0: Yeah. And many friends. All of those women Men. there.
1: I, they're the coolest.
0: The coolest. I'm obsessed the- with all of them.
1: <laughs> Same. I <laughs> just like, sometimes I look at the pictures from that retreat. Specifically, there's one where we're all sitting in the living room listening probably probably to like Mary talk and we are all just like looking forward. I know exactly
0: what you mean. I know exactly order. the picture. <laughs>
1: yes. And like you can just see each individual person like by the way they are, by the way they mm-hmm. sit or they are looking. Mm-hmm. And it's just like we gained how many friends by going somewhere alone on that retreat? How many yeah. people that like if... Oh, oh. I just Mm -hmm. know if I reached out to any of them, they would just be happy, happy to be there.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Talk about a solid community.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Back to the question. What? No, you go.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say that for sure. Like on the really big scale, I would say moving abroad and going to school. I knew not a single soul. Yeah, And this was my dream to study further. And I picked a school that happened to be halfway around the world and I packed my bags and I had no idea what I would find there. I had never even been to the campus. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I traveled all the way there alone. And it was amazing. It was amazing. You know, bumps along the way for for sure. For sure. But amazing. Nonetheless, and I will say too, like, there are seasons, right? if you're not capable of going out and doing all the things all the time, I'm not saying we have to do this every right. day, right? I'm in a season where i'm I'm focusing on my health and I'm doing a lot of recovery, and that needs to be done in my home resting. And mm-hmm. so I don't do a lot of like it's not every day that I go out and do something alone. But I also – instead, like, there are things that I can do in my home that aren't just numbing my mind, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's so easy to come at the end of the workday and just be like, "I'm my brain is done, I'm done, and I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to turn on a movie. Mm -hmm. But there are other things that I've been able to, like, do, right? I love lighting candles and, like, doing the craft or lighting candles and reading rather than watching a movie or just making my space a place that feels warm and cozy. And like that to me is like creating the community in myself or like I'll sit on the couch in that nice little thing and call my sister, right? Or something like that where I'm not – okay, I do sit on the couch and watch a movie. That's not – I'm not saying I don't do that, but – you're so right. And like doing it every day, you can go crazy. But Mm -hmm. like, even if you like, it's also winter. I don't want to go out. It's winter. It's cold. (laughs) So um, if there are seasons or maybe like, like you're going through something like sickness or something that you can't like go out and do all of those things, you know, cooking yourself, making yourself a really great meal. That's something too, right? Or baking, mm-hmm. putting on music, dancing in the kitchen. Like that is, that's being, like having the community, like creating that community in
1: yourself, you know? Yes. And not just allowing yourself to be miserable.
0: Which is so easy. The so. The temptation to despair is, ooh, huge. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> huge. Okay. Oh, we have two left. Okay. The other one that I think is so fun is we were chatting about it and we were like, no one has time or the money to do this, right? Okay. <laughs> Let's picture this, right? You have a friend say who lives 15 minutes from you and you don't really yeah. talk all the time on the phone, but like you do like each other. So you want to get together every once in a while, but it yes. always turns into like, oh, let's get dinner this Saturday night in this really swanky place. And then like it's an $80 dinner and you're like, I can't do this every week. That's why we don't hang out every week, right? Mm -hmm. How many people are guilty of this? I 100% am. But what if, what if, okay, we invite people to do everyday things or errands with us? Like we both need to go to the grocery store. Let's
1: go yep, to the grocery store together. To let's carpool.
0: Let's carpool. Maybe, maybe one of you has a Costco card. Hey, let's go to Costco together. <laughs> Costco, please don't listen to this. <laughs> Get me in trouble. But you know what it's I mean? Fine. Like, like, who wants to go to Chick-fil-A? Okay, that's great. You know, like something hey. it doesn't have to be this big drawn, not drawn out, I don't want to say it in a negative way, but, like, this, it doesn't have to be a big deal to get together, is what I'm trying to say. It, it can be,
1: like, for planned. Yeah. You know? Maybe you both uh, have dogs.
0: Was- let's go walk our dogs together.
1: Yeah. Or maybe if you, you have know kids, you both walk They go on a walk together.
0: Yeah. If you have kids, oh, let's nap our kids together and let's chit-chat.
1: Yes. You know? I recently just reached out to one of my friends it's my neighbor Uh, she lives like two houses down it's great um and I was like hey Friday I'm gonna go get my nails done do you want to come like I was already going do you want to join me and then so we went we got ourselves a coffee we got our nails done and then we were like shoot we both need to go to the grocery store so we went to the grocery store like we ran again we ran the everyday errands and it was one of my favorite days I love that. It was like, Ladies, oh, who doesn't
0: it love going, going to Target?
1: It. Yeah, like check it off your list and do it with a person. Yeah, how fun. So much more fun. So much more fun because nobody wants to walk through Hy-Vee the week before Christmas alone.
0: I don't okay. know what that is, but no, neither do I. <laughs>
1: Hy-Vee is like Costco without the membership. <laughs> like, oh. but not full grocery store. Um, okay. So it's like, why why do that alone? Do mm-hmm. it with somebody else. It's way more enjoyable. It's way, way more, more fun. Enjoyable.
0: Way more fun.
1: Yeah. Just. Yeah. Yeah, I think we put so much pressure on like, it's almost like we feel like we have to impress people with like yeah. how we get together, and how we do things when in all reality, like my favorite is when somebody texts me and they're like, hey, so-and-so just got to my house. Come over. It's like, all right, I'll walk down the block. Sure. I'll yeah. pack my little my little cooler and I'll be over in 5 minutes.
0: Mhm. Or what if it's um, as simple as like, oh, we're both going to mass on Sunday. Let's go to this mass and you bring something and I'll bring something and we'll have brunch at my house.
1: Yeah. Like like go off of what you're already doing and just do it with a person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do it with a person. I love that. Like
1: <laughs> new life model motto just do it with another person
0: do it with a person that's hilarious (laughs) i love that i need that i really put that on my mirror do it with a person
1: (laughs) person. look at your to-do list and see what you can do with another human being Mm. yeah also this goes back to like being a kid when you would go to your friend's house okay you're just hanging out how often would you help them clean their room? Because I did it all the time. Yes. It was such a normal thing. We knew that the next thing we were going to ask, we couldn't do if that person's room wasn't clean. So we, I would just be like, let's just clean your room. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah.
0: Why aren't we coming over to each other's houses and cleaning the houses?
1: Like, I would 100%, 100% love to just go sit with a friend. I'll fold your laundry. As long as we can talk while I do it. Yeah. Like if we're going to normalize you. The
0: house has to be clean before you can come over.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) but like, okay. There. Here's, here's the key to life. I think when it comes to friendships, you need to have the friends that do not care what your house looks like. Because chances are, if you're going through something, your house is not going to be tidy. Okay. And you cannot have the block in your mind in your life where it's like, no, I can't have people over because my house is a mess and I'm embarrassed. Like, here's your permission slip to still invite the friend over when you need the friend.
0: And that's such a great Stop. metaphor also for our lives. Like it could be our physical yes. house, but it could be our lives. Like, Are our lives a mess? Yes. Do I have to do I have to put my life in order before I can talk to this person or no. Because if we're ever in crisis, who are we going to call?
1: You're not going to call anybody, and that's the problem.
0: That's the problem. I read this amazing book. I think it was last summer. It's called How to Find Your People by Jenny Allen. Guys, go read the book. Actually, go back a bunch of episodes. I did a whole book study on it. But it was just me, so it's not as fun as me and Kelsey. Maybe we should do another one. But it was so great, and she talked about that. She said, I had a moment in my life where everything everything had that could go wrong went wrong, and I called my friend sobbing, and not that the friend was unwilling to come and help her, but that she was so surprised because she never experienced any bit of emotion that wasn't perfectly happy package. Shocked. Like shocked that you know, and she was she had to get to that point of desperation before she could even reach out. I don't want that to be me. I don't want that to be you. I don't want that to be you guys listening to this and keeping it all in until everything has gone wrong and you physically, emotionally, mentally whatever else elite cannot do it alone that you reach out to somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, please call me with snot running down your face. I don't care, but also call me when there are tears brimming. Call me when, you know, you're running to get the tissues. Call me when there's an emotion rising, right? Mm -hmm. I'll take it all.
1: I, I like how this conversation kind of switched to like, being the community mm. um, because so many times we're so busy searching for it that we forget to be it to the people that are already in our life mm-hmm. and it's and it is the moments of answering those phone calls and being present and being willing and um, yeah it goes back to the two-way street like you have to be that for people if you desire to have that yeah you know
0: and it's also okay then flipping the script a little bit as well you have to like people want to be needed so yeah you have to let yourself show your need to people like not not to keep them around but like if you want your relationship to be deep Uh Right. And for them to like be checking in like that two-way street like we've talked about, you have to show them your need too. Don't just be the rock for people to come to because you want to know what – if you can be real with the other person, they're more likely to come to you. Yeah. Does does that like – are we getting that? Does that make sense? Because this is honestly something I'm like – I know intellectually, but I'm like really working on it. Uh Because I feel like I've not done it well in the past and I want to get better at it, like real talk, you know. Um, I like to have everything together. I like to kind of try at least to be all good on my own, you know, maybe because that's how I've, you know, lots of things. But but to show up and to show that you need something is – is part of that giving and take of community. Mm -hmm. They're going to be more invested in you if you show your need, that you show your humanity, right? And they're going to be like more likely to come to you when they need that because they see your humanity. Yeah. Let's be human and let's don't do it alone.
1: (laughs) Do it with another person. To the person who's listening to this, thinking like, I see it all the time. It's like, I'm a lone wolf, you know, like I do my own thing. Like, I don't need this community of people around me. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Like, been there, done that, not fun, not healthy, not good, not, not good for your mental health. Like... You need people, you need community, you need company. I don't know what the right words are to get you to companionship. understand this. Yeah. A
0: companionship. Like we really do. We're built for it.
1: Right. You doing things on your own and not letting people in does not make you a stronger person. It makes you bitter. Reach. And it hardens your heart. Okay. so I'm sorry that the cute little word graphic that you found on Pinterest told you that you could do it yourself. You can't. And you shouldn't. It's not what we were created for.
0: No, it's not. But at the same time, we need to work on our relationship with ourselves. Yes. Right. We have to be able to be alone. And not spiral.
1: Because there will be
0: times, even with the most supportive community, you will be alone. Because we are individuals. We are individual. We have to do some things alone. And so the faster that we can get comfortable with that, the faster we can be a home for ourselves, the more we can weather those times. Mm-hmm. While still having the community, right? We, I mean, you are so right. We are made for community. We desperately need it. But if that comes at the cost of never sitting alone and figuring your own stuff out.
1: Oh, yeah. For sure.
0: That is, that's also doing your you a disservice.
1: For sure. Yeah. I'm. I, that came across really aggressive. I'm saying don't close yourself off.
0: No, 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 no. It did not come across yeah. aggressive. It okay, didn't. Cool. I, I just cool. wanted to like reiterate that thought. And I'm like, sure
1: I came aggressive to somebody, but. <laughs> like, okay. Let me, ask,
0: let me ask you, right? If you hadn't gone through those times of being alone and having to figure it out, do you think you would appreciate or take for granted your community you have now?
1: ask me that and say that one more time. So
0: like if you hadn't gone through those times by yourself when you had to get like real with yourself and figure oh, that okay. out, right? Like would you be able to appreciate the community you have right now as you do or take it for granted or abuse it? You know that type of thing.
1: All of the above. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I would 110% be in a different mindset about community. Like I wouldn't be as grateful for it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think... Yeah. Those are all really building moments when you're by yourself and while you don't have that community. The important is that you just don't block yourself off.
0: Mm -hmm. And these don't have to happen apart from each other in terms of you have to be alone for X amount of time before you can have community for X amount of time. It, that's not what yep. I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say like you can have it alongside it, it the, each other as we are made yep. to have it alongside each other, but we have to do the work in ourselves to be okay with being by ourselves, right? It's that whole thing of like have you ever thought? Okay, you've been alone for like thirty minutes after having hung out with a group of friends. So you drive home. You're now you're by yourself. You're like getting into bed, and then you're overthinking everything. Like, do they really like me? Like, it, uh, blah, blah 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 blah. Right. That. Can't that let me let me tell you something. That does not come from being insecure in your community. That comes from not being able to be alone. Mm-hmm. That is you talking. That is not a thing about them. Unless they mm-hmm. are stabbing you in the back and your thing is peaked and you're like, "Wait, hold on." A lot of times that doubt is unwarranted and it's ourselves saying, "I don't know how to be alone," and then we overthink everything and then, "Oh, they don't want to be with me 24/7, therefore they must not love me."
1: Ugh. Nope.
0: Like, doesn't that just break your heart?
1: Yeah, because it, we've all It's so
0: breaking my heart. Like, we have to know how to mm. – yes, yes. Oh, I could go off forever, but yeah. You have just
1: to have – you have to have a value in yourself. Mm. Like, also to everybody listening, like, there is so much value that you bring to other people – And you have to trust that. Like you have to, you have to be confident in what you bring to the table. You know, whether that's just a calm attitude, whether that's somebody that has lived a lot of life and has really great advice or if it's a listening ear or if it's humor or if it's whatever it may be, like you bring something so valuable to the table And that does, that does take time alone to figure out that takes internal work. And that takes, um, prayer and dedication to that. And that is me preaching to myself because I so often leave things and it's like, did I say too much? Did I, did I talk too long? Did I laugh too loud? Like, I, your girl cackles. Okay. Like my laugh is aggressive. I'm pretty aggressive person. Like I talk loud. I laugh loud. I am a loud person. It is what it is. So it's just like, that's fine. I also can make people laugh, you know, like that's what I take to a table. I just think. And I
0: uh, I feel like we might not ever be there a hundred percent. Like we might not ever be 100% confident in what we bring to the table or like confident in our friendships that they really do love us the way – you know, like we might not ever get there. Right. I'm just saying this to be like we're on the journey as well. Like (laughs) these (laughs) things we're talking about are helping us too. Like we are not by any means at the other side looking back. Like it's one of those things with life where we can constantly be running after a goal, but never truly achieve it because we're human,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like I don't, I, I can't say that I will ever be a hundred percent confident in everything.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: But is that necessary to live a full and beautiful life? No. No. It helps a ton. I will say. Being more confident and less confident helps a ton, but, but you don't have to be a hundred percent to then start living a fulfilling life.
1: Right. Yeah. I just, man, the journey is more fun when you have a person, a friend, a community, uh, like, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody to like debrief things with, whether they're down the block or halfway across the country. Mhm. Yeah. Never too early and never too late to start building a community.
0: Exactly, which brings us to our very last point, which was yeah. very simple. So simple. Kelsey, what what is it?
1: So introduce simple. yourself.
0: Just introduce
1: yourself. Introduce yourself. There's so many times you get into your routine. Um I lived <laughs> I mean, I've been married for five months. Before that, I was um, uh, single, living alone in a small town. And I was very routine-based. You run into the same people at a lot of places. Introduce yourself. It's not a hard... It's, you know what? I'm going to take that back. It is hard. Like, it's hard to, like, be like... Ooh, okay. I'm at the grocery store. They're doing the same thing I'm doing. I'm going to just go over and be like, "Hey, hey. Like I see you here all the time." Or just like make a joke like, "Oh, it's Tuesday at 7. I figured I'd see you here." Like, mm-hmm. you know, introduce yourself. Especially if you're new somewhere. Um, I was at it was New Year's Eve. Um, I was we went to this restaurant. It was amazing. We went with a group of people, and I was walking to the bathroom. And this girl out of nowhere is like Kelsey. And I'm like, hi. And I, had, I didn't recognize her at first. It was somebody who I had just like spoken to via Instagram and she lives in a town a couple hours away from me. And we were kind of like at this restaurant that's in the middle of us. And she like introduced herself and we chatted and it was so nice to put like a, a face and a human personal interaction into the conversations we've already had. And that wouldn't have happened if she wouldn't have just been like, "Hey, Kelsey, I know you. You know now I know you know you." Like, shout out to her for not being like, mm, "I'm not going to say anything," because yeah. that would have that would have been a bummer. Totally. Like, introduce yourself. Totally.
0: Yeah. And it's like a small thing, but it can sometimes be really hard. But it's so worth it.
1: It's so. Like, worth I have it.
0: yet. I have yet. Okay. I'm going to take that back. Very rarely (laughs) do you ever (laughs) reach out to somebody and fall flat. Like they're not happy to meet you. Okay. You can't say never because there are people who are they've got tunnel vision on their life and that is their issues.
1: That's them problem.
0: But very rarely does that happen. So, for the most part, you would reach out to somebody and they would just be happy to meet you. Yes. You know.
1: I love it. Love that. And it just like when you're on the receiving end of somebody introducing themselves, it's kinda of, it's it's a big compliment. You know? Totally. Like so if you're on the receiving end of that, like be grateful that they were willing to get uncomfortable and introduce themselves. Totally. I love it. And be welcoming. Don't brush it off and never speak to them again. Don't avoid them in public. Like, go out of your way to uh, return. One of my the biggest
0: pet peeves. Yeah. When people you've met ignore you in public. Uh huh.
1: Just say hi for people. Let's sake. be better.
0: Let's be better friends.
1: <laughs> oh good times good times oh
0: all right Kelsey it's that
1: time it's that time we chatted for so long we did get my what is
0: what is your liveliness what's on your liveliness list this week What's making Um, you feel alive
1: um right now organizing our home (laughs) Um yes. Ethan and I are working hard. I'm currently on a quick little break. Uh we're organizing the whole house and redoing the storage room and he's downstairs building a couple shelving units and we're just really trying to minimize and get rid of things and um we just haven't had time and right now is the only slow time that we have with um the farm and the cows. So that's been super great. I got a label maker and it's amazing. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, Outdoor walks. It is flipping cold, but I do so much better when I'm outside and when I spend time outside. Um, So I've just been trying to go for little walks here and there and spending as much time outside as I possibly can. And um, vinyl records. Everything sounds better on vinyl. You cannot tell me different. It is what it is. Uh, Ethan got me a record player, a new record player for Christmas, and I can finally listen to my records again. And uh, very much life-giving.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And my fourth one, I'm going to have a fourth one this time, because we went out with our friends on New Year's Eve, and we had the best time.
0: Yay, that's so fun. Best so fun
1: yes what's your list
0: um this morning I had my nephew um I was with him he was baptized well that was really hard to say because I didn't want to say I had him baptized but my nephew got baptized and I was there and it was just so beautiful and baptism is such a great gift and all the not all but a lot of my other nieces and nephews were there and some of our family and it was just really great and then we could all come together around him and welcome in, him into the church and it was really special yes. um number 2 finding friends at seek this was so fun as a catholic entrepreneur it's very rare that a lot of other Catholic entrepreneurs are in the same place. And so I got to run around to the booths and like see my friends and it was so fun to like reconnect and to meet new people, but mainly to like see the people you are like supporting and showing up for online in in real life. That's really yeah. rare and that's that was really special. Um, And third, which – It shouldn't be third on the list, but it was wonderful. (laughs) Adoration (laughs) should always be number one. But I went to Adoration at Seek with 23,000 people. Beautiful. And it was really beautiful. It was really beautiful. And like there were were a lot of people – And when it was silent, you could hear a pin drop. It was like the coolest thing. The reverence in that building was astounding. It was just so beautiful. And like you walk around on the daily and there's so little reverence to human life, to the lives of people walking next to you, um, to anything really. And to see that much reverence from a lot of young people was really beautiful. So that's my list. I love it. I love it. Yes. Wonderful. Well, we will chat with you all next week. Thanks for joining us.
1: Love you all. We're so glad you joined us on this episode of Learning to Flourish podcast.
0: If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend
1: or many on social media
0: and leave us a rate and review.